Hey everybody, welcome to New Dad, New Dad episode number 92. I'm Eric Smith, and I'm here with a very sleepy Dustin Lopez. Sleepy doesn't equate to unenergetic. Did I say anything besides sleepy? No, I mean, sleepy just kind of insinuates like drab. Well, I mean, that's a given. Okay. Drab doesn't equate to energetic either. Yeah, I guess you're right. And have energy and still be drab. Yeah. So what's going on? Uh, well, you know, Melissa went out with her friends last night. Didn't get uh, back home till like two in the morning. Uh, Melissa didn't. Yeah, it was a Wednesday. Okay, what did you do? Hung out with the kids. So did that affect like you going to sleep and stuff? Yeah, I couldn't get to bed until like three in the morning when she got home. Why? I don't know. I just I was I was kind of like in and out of sleep, I guess. And then I don't know. I just I couldn't sleep. I guess I was worried about her. Okay. I think she's kind of been a little down lately. Yeah. I know she went on a trip, right? Yeah, I think it was kind of more of an escape. Yeah. So it's hard to be supportive, you know? It's hard for you to be supportive? Yeah. I'm not a good support kind of person. Why is that? I don't know. It just doesn't come naturally to me. Um, what else did you need to do to be supportive that you didn't do? I don't know. Like, I feel like I deal with problems differently than other people. And when Melissa has problems, I just want to fix them. Mm-hmm. So that's not very supportive. No, me. I mean, feel like we've talked about that early, very early on in this podcast. Me being kind of a douche. About wanting to fix the problems instead of actually like listening and kind of figuring out what they need to do. Yeah. Hey, you, know, you, you said you still have energy, but you're you're proving yourself wrong here. What do you mean? Uh, you're very slow. Okay. Well, you're I'll like pick it up. Slow. Um did you did you hear about this baseball announcer? This one? No, I don't know what you're talking about. Jack Morris. I've heard of him. He um he got suspended indefinitely for making a racist remark about Shohei Otani. Oh, what did he say? He uh the the other announcer was like, "Oh, here comes Shohei Otani. How do you really pitch this guy?" And this Jack Morris guy says something to the extent of be very, very careful. And obviously, like, you can't say something like that on the air. Or but he was just be thinking that in general. <laughs> like, what? Hold on. He's just impersonating Elmer Fudd. Yeah, I think he meant it as like a uh, more of like a. I mean, I don't know how. I just read it. So that's the thing, that, that's that's the thing that Elmer Fudd says. Elmer Fudd's not Asian. I know, but I think that the that it was interpreted as being kind of like racist towards Asians. Has anybody been like, hey, it was just an Elmer Fudd impression? It's just probably not something you should be saying. 
if he said anything else doing R's instead of L's, I would understand. Like if he said anything else, but he was clearly doing the Elmer Fudd impression. Now I want to look up this Jack Morris fellow. I feel like that's um, a long way to go to get somebody in trouble here. Classy reaction. To... It's not a fake accent. Has anybody said that you said an offensive Asian accent? Do people not know Looney Tunes? I mean, I get where you're coming from. I'm just saying it's probably best to avoid things like that. Don't you agree? I mean, not, I don't believe there's any intention there of him doing an Asian accent whatsoever. I mean, I have to listen to it, but that seems really, really hard to believe that this guy would do an Asian accent and not just like... I mean, I haven't heard it, so I don't know what it sounded like. Well, let's find it. Make sure you don't look for Zach Morris and you look for Jack Morris. Thank you. Angels versus the Tigers last night. And with Otani at the plate, Tigers announcer Jack Morris says this. Now what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, very careful. Okay. He's now obviously under heavy screw. Okay, that that was that was <laughs> All right, I apologize. <laughs> the way you said it sounded a lot different. The way that you said it sounded very different than the way he said it. Well, I had to read it in an article. Okay, I, I would have liked you to have listened to it first before you come in here. It doesn't translate well in an article. Elmer Fudd impression, because that is not Elmer Fudd. Well, you could see how I could read that and think that, right? Oh, man. Now what do you do with Shohei Otani? Be very, very careful. He, oh, man, he even did it on the careful. Buddy. <clears throat> All right. Forget everything I said. You can cut that out, you know, right? <laughs> no, leave it in. Because I hadn't listened to it. I didn't have all the information. But the, like, the, <laughs> the, stuff, the thing that you said was very forgivable. <laughs> the way I had to read it, though. Not so much. Yeah. yeah. You said it like Elmer Fudd. He did not say it like Elmer Fudd. Okay. So what was your point in bringing all that up? Oh, well, obviously, you know, we haven't talked about anything with Stop Asian Hate lately, so I thought I would just bring it up just to remind everybody. Sure. And yeah, uh, I don't know, not to defend them, but I don't think that I, <laughs> I don't think his intention was like <laughs> I don't know. Uh, well, here's the thing: it contributes to it, right? Sure. So you don't want to contribute to anything that is offensive in that particular fashion. Mm-hmm. Definitely not Elmer Fudd, though. Jesus. Yeah, Elmer Fudd is very different. Very, we, very we different. <laughs> so what's been going on in your house? Speaking of Elmer Fudd, um, did you check out the new Space Jam? I did not. Did you? No. Yeah, of course. What you do know, you I, think? on top of all things pop culture, especially if they involve 
Oh, LeBron James. What did you think of it? Um, it was not good. But I mean, the original was was not good either. Yeah. Um, I I had a high expectations because, like, Michael Jordan's a terrible actor. Like, I've I've never seen him do anything. Like, the best thing he's probably ever acted in is like the Haynes commercials. Um, I've never seen him act well in anything. I've seen LeBron James act well and like. Uh, exhibit some like comedic timing and stuff like that like you know train wreck or snl like he's he's done things before so i had high expectations for this like well at least we have a basketball player with some acting chops this time and mm-hmm. it's like he he everything went out the window in this movie he was he was just awful but it's a stupid movie anyway so what what's the big deal mm-hmm for kids it's basketball right but yeah it was i i i made the mistake of going in with higher expectations of lebron which i don't i don't think was the wrong thing to do like you've seen train wreck right yeah i didn't think it was a particularly great movie though yeah but he he did a good good job in it he did an all right job in it he did a good job in it better than most athletes do in acting Agreed, a hundred percent. And in SNL, and like if, when he's never done any kind of skit with the the SBs or anything, he's got chops. He's better than than most people that are athletes that are doing those kind of things. Like his SNL episode was very good. Yeah, um, I don't watch movies like that in general, though. Yeah, I mean, and put it on for the kids while I was cooking, and then we watched it again, and that was it. Just like the first two days. That's all. We we were talking about Elmer Fudd, so I thought I'd bring it up. What else? Um, I don't know, Dustin. Last week was real heavy on me, so I thought you'd, you'd bring a lot to the table this week. I could bring a lot to the table. How much time you got? They're careful. <laughs> <He's> a- <laughs> um, okay, well, where do I start? Uh, <clears throat> They're careful. I feel if like... I- um, can I put that on my soundboard or no? Sure. You better, better careful. <laughs> so bad. Um, well, I, uh, I've been having this thing with the lawsuit that I'm involved with. And every time I think that I'm done and it's behind me, it's not. And I don't know if anybody else has anything like this in their lives, but every time I think that I'm making progress on potty training, it's like, boom, you're not done yet. Do you ever have that? Yeah. Are you talking specifically about potty training or something with the kids? Are you talking about like with the lawsuit? Uh, I'm talking about the kids. It's a dad podcast. Um, But I was just trying to relate it to like something that is real life. And for me, that's the lawsuit. And for potty training, it's like we had an accident and he's like, oh, I did good. But he didn't do good. And he knows that he didn't do good. 
but he's saying he did good because mm-hmm. he peed, but he didn't pee in the right place. Mm-hmm. So it's a little frustrating. It's what? I'm sorry. It's a little frustrating. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. It's frustrating. I wish that one was louder. We can't make it any louder. Oh, beer fest. Um, so where did he pee? Like in his, uh, in his underpants while he was mm-hmm. sitting at his little table. But did he like, did he like stand up and do it or? Yeah. So he knew, he knew what was happening. So there's that at least. Eric, I started drinking water. Like almost exclusively. Wow. Congratulations. I lost eight pounds. Yeah. Like that's how much bad stuff I was putting in my body. That's the problem with me is I like, I don't even have that move to start to cut something out and only drink water. Cause I'm already doing that. And I'm, uh, and I'm not making any progress. Well, everybody's bodies respond differently. Mm. But maybe so, you do have something that you can change in your life. That would be equally as simple. What's that? I mean, I don't know what you do on a daily basis. I mean, maybe you eat French fries and you shouldn't eat French fries or maybe you eat candy and you shouldn't eat candy. Like, I don't know. What's one of your vices? Do you have any vices? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'll, I, yeah, I, I mean, I need, uh, what do I need? Um, my, my lunch is a problem. Like I keep uh, buying salads to bring to to work and then I don't. And then people at work are like, Oh, what are you getting for lunch? Yeah. And I go get something for lunch. Yeah. I guess I do that to you often. Mm. I've been trying to just get salads when I do that. Yeah. But I've also haven't been working out for the past few weeks. So that's made me feel sluggish also. Yeah. What's the biggest surprise you've had in the last few months? Surprise? Yeah. What do you mean? What? Like, what's been most surprising to you in the last few months? About what? Anything. Um, I don't. I don't know. I don't. What about yourself? Are Are you like? Are you baiting me? Is there something that you want me to say? No, I'm just asking if maybe there's something that in retrospect has been really like change oriented and that's what has put you in the place that you're in right now oh i mean just insanely busy was that surprising to you had you anticipated that i don't think so yeah so that's your biggest surprise in the last few months was how busy you are yeah and so, you know, adjust adjusting. Yeah, and I don't. I don't feel like I'm like, you know, if there was other things that I was doing, I would be even busier. Um, I see what you mean. But if you had time, in your instance, how would you really spend it? 
Um, I mean, we've talked about this so much. Uh, people have to be sick of hearing about this. Like, if I could just get on some type of schedule and get you know uh, the same amount of sleep every night and wake Are up, you like, getting there, right? Uh, almost. You know, I I have these issues with you know like um, you know the TV shows and then you know podcast partners that don't show up on time and you know it gets really hard to uh, to get in bed by nine. I can see that being a problem. I feel like I'm in the same boat as you where, you know, like for instance, yesterday, Melissa went out with her friends and then I'm with the kids, you know, trying to get both to bed. And then, and then the one distracts me because it's been much later than when he should. So on and so forth. I mean, I get it. Um, but you're getting a lot closer now than you were six eight months ago to getting like full full nights of sleep yeah kind of and always something been that... a lot happier as a result i have i mean compared to you know three months ago yeah definitely i'd say two like like a month and a half ago was probably my my most grumpy like right before the vacation was very difficult, like those few weeks. Well, that was a different kind of difficult. That was difficult because of work and stuff like that. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the kids and sleeping and stuff like that. You've been, I can't imagine if you were dealing with the kids like you were six months ago, mm. like four weeks ago, you would be, I don't even know if you would have survived. Yeah. Yeah, the kids have gotten better, and I think, you know, we got the, the the king bed. We ended up sending that back and getting a different mattress also. How many times do you think the average person does that when they get a new mattress? I don't know. I just bought the wrong one. It was way too hard. How many people return the first mattress they get? Um, I would think it would depend on the mattress and where they buy it from, right? If they're even able to. Is that a thing? Or are there places where you can't return it? I mean, we That's knew right away in the first couple of days that it was not The main be- reason people seek to return their mattress is a lack of comfort. Of course it is. I don't know if I actually have ever returned a mattress this is i'm besides the kids beds i think this is the first time i've ever purchased a mattress i mean that seems surprising 37 years old you've been sleeping on the same mattress for like no i said it's the first time i've purchased a mattress yeah our last mattress june bought off of like facebook And then the one before that was hers from her previous apartment. Cause I still had a, I still had like a, like a double or a full bed. Uh huh. So that didn't make it when we moved in together. Um, and that was from my parents at some point. So I, that yeah, was my first experience buying a mattress. And we just did it online through Costco. 
Do you know what? The, <laughs> I gotta read this to you. The three most common reasons people return their mattress: number one, heat retention; two, off-gassing odor; what? three, unsuitability for sex. <laughs> this. That is just funny. Um, some mattresses do smell weird, though, when you get them. Oh, yeah, because you open them up, and they've been sitting in that plastic packaging for, like, yeah. God only knows how long. <laughs> um, I think, well, well, some, speaking of something smelling weird that you just bought, um, you just you guys bought a new car, right? Yeah. A Honda CRV. Yeah, we just um, we just turned in our pilot lease and got a couple of used vehicles. Yeah, and one of them it smells like a it smells like a porta potty. Like I don't know what they did to clean it, but it has like that that clean porta potty smell, and it's it's not great. I'm trying to find like a fogger, like a unscented car fogger, to to get the smell out of it. I don't like it. Did you get you got a new car? No, it was uh it was used. Um but it was twenty twenty, so it didn't have that many miles on it. Mm-hmm. What was it like a rental car or uh, a lease that got turned in after a year? I think a lot of people bought a twenty twenty and then never ended up driving it. Then just gave it back? Yeah, I mean, when your lease is up, your lease is up. You got a one-year lease? Two. You get a 2020 in 2019. So, um, quick question. Do any hmm. of your kids pick their noses? Um, No, Bo tugs on his wiener. I think that's normal for any little man. Yeah, but he does it a lot, and he was getting like a red mark at like the crease where the wiener meets his body, like a really bad red mark. Oh, so we tar- and this is probably terrible, but we started telling him that his wiener's going to fall off if he keeps doing it. I think I killed him. I can't tell a child that, Eric. I'm like, horrible. He's like, you're you're joking, and I was like, nope. <laughs> Like if you touch it with more time, it's gonna fall off tomorrow. I told him that tonight before he went to sleep. Wow. But I also checked and the red the red mark was gone, so we must be doing something right. Oh wow. That was unexpected. I don't know that I've ever seen them pick their nose. I think Quinn hates boogers. What are you doing? I'm just changing this. Continue. Okay. So Quinn like really hates boogers. So I don't think she would pick her nose. I don't think Bo realizes that he can. Or that there's like he can get stuff out of there yet. Like um can you like what's what's the Oh, here we go. The average age kids start picking 
your nose. I'd rather he picked his nose than tugged on his wiener. Yes, this is true. Um, ages five to eight. <coughs> so I was I was always a I was a big time nose picker. I still am. Um, when I was little, we had this uh, green chair in the, the family room that I'd always sit in, and I would rub the <laughs> I would I rub the boogers off on the side of the chair. So then, like it was in like a shadow, so nobody could really see it. And then before we moved, like we moved, there was a shoe basket next to the chair, so we moved the shoe basket, and there was just like rock solid boogers on the side. <laughs> so here's a pile up. So I had to, I had to like scrape it off and clean it. I had that my, I had that chair into my into adulthood. I got that chair after I moved out. They gave it to me. Do you call it the booger chair? Yeah, actually. And it was green. It was a green chair. Maybe that's how you thought you could hide it. Right? Real quick. I suggested a book a couple weeks ago. Boy, Otani. Be very, better careful. And the book was all about calm down time. Mm. And I was reading it because we've been reading it every night. I was reading it a couple nights ago. And I realized that I had never paid attention to like his favorite page in the book. And, you know, it says, oh, it's calm down time. Sometimes I'm sad and sometimes I'm mad. Sometimes I want to get my feelings out. Sometimes I want to scream and shout, you know, so on and so forth. And there's a page in there that's like, I need to go to my calm down place. It's always his favorite page. I realize he doesn't have a calm down place. All he has is uh, like a, like a timeout area, right? A calm down corner is like a place where they can like go and just calm down. And so that seems so much more effective than timeout. Mm -hmm. So I went to the internet and I actually found out that like, this is actually like a thing where you can create like a little corner in your house somewhere where the child can like go to when they're like of heightened emotions, like angry or whatever. Um, and they just go there and calm down and, but you need to like make it. So like I Googled it and now I know how to like make it. So now I'm in the process of making the calm down corner. Mm -hmm. Your booger chair reminds me of it. Um, why? Because, like, I was thinking, like, oh, do I want to get a chair? Do I want to get, like, a little couch? Do I want to get, like, whatever? I don't know. So. You want somewhere where they can go to pick their nose safely? Pretty much. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. You can get um, bubble wrap, stress balls, fidget spinners, slinkies. Um like all sorts of things in a calm down corner. Mm -hmm. So those little, you know, those little, those things are like this and it's like a grid of like little, like it's almost like bubble paper, but it's those poppy, like, you know, the rubber. Oh yeah. I have seen them. See them on TikTok a lot. They're all over the place now, but I guess that's like a fidget thing. I didn't realize. 
Um, well, I know we're we're sitting at about thirty minutes, but I gotta um, wrap this one up a little earlier than usual tonight because um, Melissa needs my attention. So I do have a book. Books. I don't know if you're feeling a little wonky lately, Eric, but I am. Which is why I chose the wonky donkey. Have you ever heard of it? No. Oh, well, you're in for a treat because the wonky donkey is where it's at. Be very, very careful. I was walking down the road and I saw a donkey. Hee haw. And he had only three legs. He was a wonky donkey. That's what the book is about. Check it out. Board book, $5.28 on Amazon. Or you he's can get it for. He's a three legged donkey. He's a three legged donkey. He doesn't, he doesn't walk on two legs, does he? He's a wonky donkey. <laughs> okay. He's a stinky, dinky, lanky, honky, tonky, winky, wonky, donkey. I'm sure something you said in there was racist. He was a spunky, hanky, panky, cranky, stinky, dinky, lanky, honky, tonky, winky, wonky, but honky. Just saying. Okay. Well, anything else? No, you have to go. I do. Summer is tough, isn't it? I guess so. We only do this like once a week if we can. That's true. But you don't have to deal with an angry wife right now. I mean, I deal with an angry wife like almost every day. Well, I don't think that's fair because I think that June is more naturally inclined to be angry. Mm -hmm. That's her personality, right? Okay. No. All right, you got to go. I don't know why you're just staring at me. I don't know. I just, you made me feel awkward. Okay. You got to go. You got to go. Okay. I guess that wraps us up for. You going to plug our socials? Sure. You can check us out at New Dad, Newer Dad on Instagram. And you can check me out at Dustin on the Road. And you can check Eric out at The Bearded DJ. And you can check out our patron group at patreon.com. 91. I think my episode screwed up. We did a we we did start recording private feeds. We can't tonight because Dustin has to go. But we did start doing our private feed episodes. We have one episode out uh, as a companion to 90, I believe. Um, yes, and next week I'll have a real computer, so I'll be able to record uh, appropriately, not with two feeds. Well, I mean, the listeners don't know you have two feeds, just the patrons. Yes, that's true. Okay. Well, everybody, have a great night. As we always say here at New Dad, Newer Dad, be a dad, be a real dad. Be the book to kids. Goodbye.
Shohei Otani. You better be careful. Am I saying it the right way?